Hey guys, this is Ryan Grow with Lifeway Films, and recently I had the pleasure of watching Someone Like You, which is a film by Karen Kingsbury, and I was blown away. This film really illustrated some beautiful concepts that are, that are really packaged in a gospel-centric framework. You're going to walk out of the theater feeling good, encouraged in your faith, and really this movie helps provide a framework for forgiveness and walking through tough times. So if you get a chance, I would encourage you, go to someonelikeyou.movie, and while you're there, sign up for Karen's A-List. You can purchase tickets, learn more about the movie, see the trailer. That's someonelikeyou.movie. I think you'll really enjoy this film. Hey there, welcome back to the show. I am so excited over your response to the Karen Kingsbury Show, my new podcast, and truly just hearing your comments and your feedback and seeing that we have been hitting in the top 20 on the Apple Podcast list is beyond what I could have ever asked or imagined. So thank you and continue, please, to share this out. Ask your friends to like the podcast and follow it because we think people's hearts are being touched and lives are being changed for Jesus. So we're very thankful for that. And we're thankful for you. And I am so glad that you are here today. Now, last week, um, you know, I've told a thousand stories, but I've never really told mine. And uh, last week, we had my husband on the show and we talked about that time when he had a stroke, when I had a paramedic who looked me in the eyes and said, ma'am, your husband is having a stroke. And we didn't know if that would be the end for him. Now, as you probably listened last week, it was a miraculous turnaround, but we also acknowledge that that's not always how it goes. And either way, um, God is not the reason for the bad or difficult things that happen, but he is the rescue. And just how important it is that we pray, because it's the most powerful force on earth. Today, we're going to talk about a different kind of prayer. I am so excited to welcome to the show my only daughter, Kelsey Kopecki, and her husband, our son in love, Kyle Kopecki. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Hey, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> this is so fun. It's so fun. We get to do this, you know, on a practically daily basis, but not like this, where people are getting to join us, you know, in our conversation. So uh, I want to talk first about what's been keeping us so crazy busy in all the best ways. Um, you know, and as today, this is the the 27th of February, and oh my goodness, we are coming right up on the release of our movie, Someone Like You, and it's exciting because you, recently you got to watch it. What did you think? I'll let you start. Okay, this movie is the best movie I've ever seen, and it's not because it's your story, which is a beautiful story. I'm telling you, from start to finish, it is beautiful. I was laughing at parts. I was crying many times. And my heart was just like, in every scene, I was feeling so much. Like, I was just like living in yeah. each scene. And I never wanted it to end. And um, we had like a date night on the couch. And it was really special. It was like one of those, whoa, like we're actually watching someone like you it's happening, and it is the most beautiful, stunning movie. Like, the perfect date movie, the perfect movie to go see with your girlfriends or to go see with your mom. And I was just like, Lord, thank you for this story that yeah. you gave my mom. Thank you for this movie. I'm like, I could talk about it all day. It's so good. <laughs> well, Karen, you know, when you wrote this book, seven chapters in, I texted you a picture of myself, and there's like, tears down my cheeks. Yes, that's right. Yes. <laughs> 
And the movie does the same thing. It makes you feel. And I think that's powerful when cinema can make you feel something. And you can feel the spirit in this movie. You can feel hope and love. Mm-hmm. And even though we're so close to it, we know the behind the scenes. We know the process it took to get here. I find myself just getting lost in it. And be like, mm-hmm. I can't wait to watch this again one day and have other people experience this because it's a real film. And we're just so proud of you. So proud of you. Well, I'm so proud of both of you because we, you know, we obviously, you know this, we used our savings to make this movie. And it's the first one from Karen Kingsbury Productions. Um, but it has all of us, our, our fingerprints and our heart prints are truly across the board through every aspect of the film. And for the two of you, Though you have many things you do beyond helping me out um, and, and helping our family ministry and, and, you know, storytelling business, you are such a big part of this. Um, marketing managers, graphic design, social media, newsletters, it's truly been, you know, around the clock. And it's kind of fun just to have a moment right now and look you in the eyes and be able to spend a half hour or so to just chat and catch up. I love it. So thanks again for, for joining me. And, you know, it, it's true that... God knows who should be in a family. And Kyle, I truly believe that you being in our family is a miracle. And it was a miracle that we prayed for 24 years ago on a Mexican beach. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. But first, I would love to get a little update. People love you. Um, Kelsey, you were Bailey Flanagan to my readers for so many years. Go Bailey. <laughs> Go Bailey. <laughs> I love Bailey. It's such an honor. Yeah. Oh. So we're going to we're going to go in, we're going to unpack your love story in just a little bit, but tell us about your lives right now. It's so fun. Well, we have four precious boys and whenever we say that, we're like, how do we have four? Who would have ever thought four, four boys. boys? This princess giving out four boys? I like know. it's amazing. I never would have I couldn't have imagined, but they, you have our grandchildren. They 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 adore her. <laughs> yes. They just like like this a few weeks ago, like literally outside on our driveway, they got the chalk and they surprised her with these giant Valentine Day cards. Like, on our driveway. All over the driveway. They were like, Mommy, you are our princess. You're the only girl, and yeah. you're the princess. And She's I'm like, so loved. I love you so much. They are the sweetest boys. They're so fun. Kyle is the best dad in the world. And God has been so good that we, like you said, we all work together. So yeah. we are blessed that we work with family. And we get to work together. We get to raise our babies together. Yeah. There is never a dull moment. Um <laughs> It is very magical and fun. Always and busy. Always busy. And busy. <laughs> it's um it's all of the beautiful things yeah. that we are literally right in the thick of it and we wouldn't trade it for anything. Truly. It's like how um how wonderful it is to parent. There's also mixed with how difficult it can be, like the stamina, mm. but how much work there is, there's that much more love. Mm-hmm. You know, so it all goes hand in hand together. And yeah. I'm so, so thankful I have Kelsey to do this with. I can't imagine yeah, I just can't yeah, imagine. You two that. are uh, you know, so an amazing, so yeah, an amazing team, and uh, you know if we've seen that. Donald and I have seen that time and again. Kyla, just what a great spiritual leader you are. You're so fun as a dad. You're always on the floor wrestling with the boys. And Kelsey, you're taking the kids to music class and creating songs with them, and just you know <laughs> art projects. It's just truly the the partnership that you share is. I feel like what God intended. When he said, you know, I need a mom and a dad in this picture. And I know not everybody has that blessing. But for you, Mm. for your family, it is just I walk into your home and I feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. 
Um, Kyle, if you could just what, tell a little bit about your nighttime routine and how important God's Word is in that. I mean, we try to thread God's Word into everything we can do, whether it's a book that's not the Bible, but another Paw Patrol story, we'll throw Jesus in, because why not, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, throw him in anywhere you can just to saturate your children with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so nighttime for us, we try to wrangle all them up <laughs> and sit them on the couch, <laughs> and we'll read, like, the beginner's Bible. I or, always grab a yeah. blanket so we can yeah. be cozy and cuddly, right. and then, yes, we grab the Bible. And it's so fun to read to them and hear what they have to say, or what in insight they have or they go oh that's like that character or like you know oh that he obeyed just like when I obeyed last week or he messed up like when I messed up a month ago you know like it just or like or like Nolan the other day was like wow Jesus really loves us so much yeah and we were like that's exactly right Jesus loves us so much Mm -hmm. he loves you you that you're listening right now he loves you so much and it's been so beautiful to like experience the love of God through their eyes. I mean, truly. Well, having children, I think for me especially, has really helped me be like, oh, okay, faith like a child. Like we know Mm -hmm. that verse, Mm. really cultivating that faith like a child, seeing how they hear the word of God and how it hits their tender hearts and how they hear it from such a pure perspective and be like, oh, Lord, I want to get back to that. I want to get back to that mindset and that, that beautiful innocence and the purity and it's it's just beautiful to see it's such a privilege like we're we're so undeserving god is so good he is so so good good. and i know one of my favorite things these days is to just be at church with you and with your family and you know me and me and dad there and um, you know your brothers and the worship begins and your kids are with us and they prefer to be with us than in a sunday school class at that point and watching them raise their hands i mean you know, Landon will be mm. holding his Pooh Bear and his little blankie, but he raises that to heaven. He's like, okay, I'm still, I'm praising the Lord with Pooh Bear. Like, that's okay. Um, and I just think the, the adults around us are drawn into the love that they see in your kids, a love for God. Uh, when there's time mm. to pray, they're paying attention and they put their hands up by their face. And it is just, I mean, there is truly no mm. greater joy than to know that your children and your grandchildren are walking with the Lord. It is it's so beautiful. Hey there, podcast listeners. Get ready for an incredible experience because Karen Kingsbury's much-anticipated movie, Someone Like You, is hitting theaters on April 2nd across the U.S. and Canada. This film is a beautiful, redemptive, gospel-centric love story based on Karen's best-selling novel. It's been hailed as one of the most anticipated films of 2024. Check out the trailer at someonelikeyou.movie, and while you're there, sign up for Karen's A-list. You can also purchase tickets and learn more about the movie. Again, that's someonelikeyou.movie. Kyle, you know, getting to see you sing at the worship team, because of course, now singing, you know, you singing and you're amazing voice, Kyle Kopecki. You can look up his music everywhere you listen. Um, But Kyle, you know, it kind of started with your music back in the beginning. I remember we were getting ready to go to a concert. We were friends with uh, Bart Millard and the Mercy Me Band, and their manager had called, and he said, hey, you know, we're just playing a half hour away. And we were in Vancouver, Washington at the time. This was 2010. And, um, or was it 11? No, it was 10, right? Was it 11? can't think. I'm trying to it think what 11. it was. I think it was, yeah. It was 11. 11. It was quick, wasn't it? Okay, so it was <laughs> spring of 2011, and Kelsey was, you know, in a lonely season. Kelsey is a, a girl who you've always loved love, and you always had the yeah. deepest heart. You love so well as a daughter, as a sister, as a friend. Anyone who's your friend is so blessed because you love so well. 
But at that point, you were in a lonely season. Do you remember how you felt? Tell, tell us a little bit. How did you? How, how were you feeling that spring of 2011? Yeah, I'll move over. You were alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. I was, um, I was in a season of just being lonely. But when I say that, I never felt like I was alone from the Lord. So... Like Jesus, Jesus was guiding me and he was guiding my steps, but I was definitely in a season of, oh, I would try to reach out to this guy or maybe like want to hang out with some friends and nothing was really working out. Like there was even like a friend that was like, you have to meet this guy. And then like a week before I met him, oh, he got another girlfriend. So it like, it was just like at every angle of my life, um, it just wasn't panning out and I was feeling really alone. And I was like, Lord, you have created my heart to feel deeply and to love deeply. And um, I was just excited to meet my future husband, but I literally couldn't see it because I did feel that alone. So I'm like, I wasn't thinking that, you know, we would be going to a music show and I would meet Kyle. I was, um, I was truly just like, okay, Lord, I am giving you my days, I'm giving you my time, and I don't know what this season is going to look like. I don't know how long this loneliness will last. I don't know what's ahead, um, but I was kind of just, I was very happy, um, but I was also feeling really lonely. So I was kind of like carrying both. Yeah, and you were in school, finishing up college, and and Kyle, what about you? Busy on the road, you had, I don't think... You were touring, okay, you were touring with the Rock and Worship Roadshow, and Mercy Me and Lecrae were on headlining that particular concert tour that was kind of up and down the West Coast. Where were you at, like, in terms of thinking about relationships, or were you just so busy you didn't even have time? We definitely were so busy. I was in the band Anthem Lights at the time, and we were just grinding it out. This was like our first like arena show. Like This was like a dream come true. And we just found out that we got to be part of it just like a month before. So it was like, hurry up and get ready. Here we go, guys. Like Get on the tour bus. Like This is like the time of our lives. So we had so much fun. Now, I'm somebody who loves love. So, of course, I've got people in mind that I may be reaching out to and, and seeing um, if the, this girl wants to hang out or something. But nothing was serious at that moment. And we were so busy, I couldn't really cultivate anything. Um, and But I remember <laughs> meeting Kelsey backstage that night and then your whole family. And right away, just being taken by how beautiful she is, of course. Um, but very quickly, I could tell that she this was a confident girl who knew who she was. And she didn't need to be all about me. See, Anthem Lights, we were pretty much a boy band, a wonderful pop group. But we had um, a lot of fans on the road who were very much into us. And they were so nice. But they were like, yeah, Anthem Lights, you know. And Kelsey was not that, for sure. She was so... Because you're so cute. I mean, like... (laughs) She was so kind, but she wasn't chasing me. She just was herself. And that really stood out to me. She wasn't trying to be all about me. And so I was like, who is this girl? Like, I need to be all about her. And so that really stood out to me for sure that night. Um, yeah, that stayed in my heart for sure. Just It was a great first meeting. Yeah, I remember we were uh, getting ready to leave and go to the show, and all of the boys wanted to go because they wanted to meet Lecrae and see the, you know, the guys from Mercy Me. We didn't really know about this Anthem Lights group at the time. Um, I kind of noticed that you were all on the bill, and I said, Kels, you sure you don't want to go? Because she was going to stay home and do homework. 
and it was probably 10 minutes before we left. Wow. Yeah. If you didn't <laughs> go, all, oh my gosh. Almost missed this. It was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> if we ever tell our kids this story, we have to admit that part because they're going to be like, I'm going to do my homework tonight. Like, what if I meet my wife, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, because you know me, like growing up being a dancer, I was like, Yes, I have to do homework, but then like what sold me, I saw I saw your picture and I'm like, oh, these guys are like cute, you know. But Lecrae sold me because you know I love to dance and you know that I love some Christian Props rap. Props to Lecrae. Props and to Lecrae. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. <laughs> so she runs down, so she's not even like you know, she didn't do the half hour getting ready thing. It was just like, eh, throw my hair up and just, you know, grab something cute and she looked I did and- like a I, yeah. I did like a cute jacket, but exactly like yeah. hair up, like, okay, let's go. <laughs> so um, yeah, I saw Kyle the way you looked at her that first day and I thought, wow, you know, like my prayer would always be that the guy who loves my daughter for life would look at her like that. It was such a beautiful thing. It was just such a, a pure and full, like a fully admirable look that was um, honoring and just so different than other guys might look at her. It was just a very beautiful, holy moment, really, to see the way you looked at her. I was like, wow, that's, Lord, <laughs> that's the kind of guy that I would like to have Kelsey marry someday. So I put in my order right there. Um, but then, <laughs> what, a week, uh, I feel like it was like a week later, two, no, a few weeks later, and the two of you stayed in touch. Yes. And Kelsey and I were going to take us, we took a spring break trip to the Los Angeles area. And you had a final show. It was like the end of a tour. And your final show was in mm-hmm. that area. And so we got to go see your show again. And now you and Kelsey are talking and whatnot. Now, tell, I want to hear from your perspective about that night. That night was, I mean, I feel like I can see it clear as day, which is so, there's some moments in your life that are like, oh, I'm right back there. I can too. That's um, so crazy. And that night again, like right away when I saw her, I'm like, oh, like this is just feeling that energy, that excitement and just being like, okay, this, this girl really is amazing. Like I wasn't dreaming it. Like she's really incredible in person. I don't know how this will work because we don't live in the same place, but she really is incredible. And like, we're on tour. I don't know how this works, you know. But later that night, I was in the hallway looking for a bathroom and I passed passed this one hallway and I looked down and I saw the security guard who had been there the whole night, this nice lady. Um, But Kelsey was next to her and they were talking. And I was at the end of the hallway, so they couldn't see me. But I saw the security guard start to break down in tears. And Kelsey was just comforting her, being so loving to her. And she put her hand on her back, and Kelsey started to pray with her. And I walked away just to give them privacy, but I remember just taking a step away and being like, whoa, and then having the feeling of, what if that's my wife? And it gets like tears in my eyes, because I'd never, um, I'd been in love before, been in relationships, but I never, ever had that feeling, nor was I looking to get married, you know, right then. Um, and I was like, God, what, what was that? But I feel like I heard him say so clearly, you know, that's her. And, uh, sorry. Um, <laughs> and I tucked that away because I wasn't going to tell her that. I'd ruin the whole thing, you know, like, hey, guess what? God told you you're my wife. <laughs> Scared to death. Um, but I tucked that away, and I felt like God just saying, like, this is the girl I want you to pursue. And so I just made that a priority going forward for sure. Mm. Across that moment, <laughs> you didn't even know that your Kyle was. I had taking a no. look, and I, it yeah. was super emotional for all of us. And and Kyle, thanks for just yeah. you know being real about it because you know people yeah. 
wonder how these moments happen. How does a couple like Kelsey and Kyle mm-hmm. Capecchi, how do they get together and how, how is their life the way it is? And look at that moment that hinged mm-hmm. on holy ground and how, how totally. beautiful that really, really um, was. And Kelsey, your perspective on that. Yeah, I was, um, thank you, babe, I love you. Um, I was so, um, I was so happy to be there. I was happy to see Kyle again, second time in person. I thought he was so amazing. I thought he was so handsome. I thought he was so kind. Um, and in that moment, I saw the security guard and I had passed her by a couple of times, like earlier in the night and just kind of smiled like, oh, hi, you know, this is like a fun show kind of a thing. And um, I just was noticing that she was getting more sad. Like she was just getting more and more sad. And I, at this point in my life, I had never prayed for a stranger before. So if you're one of my friends and you need prayer, absolutely, let me pray for you. Like obviously you and me and me and my brothers, me and dad, um, you know, people at church. Like I have prayed for people out loud in my life but never a stranger. And I and I tell that part because it's such a huge part. Like I felt like God was saying, you need to go over and ask her how she's doing and ask her if she would like you to pray for her. And I'm like, I was just, I, I honestly, I was very nervous because I'm like, I don't really want to like have her think that I'm like trying to get too much into her business and I don't want to be like weird but my heart is just 100% pure I do want to obey you Lord but I'm really really scared um and I'm so thankful because we don't always listen to that small still voice but I'm really Hmm. so thankful that I did because I was like okay I'm scared, but I'm going to go over and I'm going to pray with her. So I walked over. I said, hey, my name's Kelsey. I know that we've like smiled at each other. Thank you so much just for helping us backstage and got her name. Um, And then I said, I love this music to you. And she said, you know, I haven't um, really been to church in a long time. I used to go with my grandmother when I was a really little girl. And then she just started to cry. And so I said, I just would love to pray with you. Can I, can I just pray for you out loud? And she shared more of her story and I just prayed for her. I prayed for her out loud in that backstage like hall and people were on stage. It was a loud arena and I just was like praying for her. Um, and it was such a holy moment because of obeying God, which again, I can look back on my life and say, wow, I didn't obey God there, or I did obey God there. And this was one of those moments. It was so crucial with me and my walk with the Lord because I was really nervous. And so I prayed for her. I hugged her and we had just such a sweet connection. And I still, and I think this is why you get tears. I still can't believe, I mean, I can because it's all of the Lord, but that moment for me, it was such a big moment, and Kyle is watching this moment way down the hall, but he could hear me, and I had no idea that he was there. I, like, didn't even see anyone. Like, there was there was nowhere that I was like, oh, people are watching. Like, I had no idea that he was, was able like to witness that moment. A divine orchestrated moment from the Lord. Yes. Like, you can't plan it. No. You can't. It's just it's just God, and either you, you see it, you listen to his leaning in that moment, or, mm-hmm. or you miss it. Which yeah. is a little bit scary in life, like when we say no to those, oh, no, no, thanks, Lord. You know, like sometimes you don't know what you're missing. Mm. Yeah, it was beautiful when I heard about this. And, you know, we don't, we aren't, obviously aren't giving her name or any of her identity, but she had told you that she didn't think the songs applied to her because she had had a number of abortions. 
and that she felt like she was beyond God's reach. And here's you, you know, who, you know, we're all sinners. You were all flawed, of course, but you were the girl who's waiting till you would get married. So you're very different. You two are in different, had walked different paths. But in that moment, you were the perfect person to reach out to her. And you said, no one is beyond God's reach. And he forgives you. You just need to ask for his forgiveness. And you prayed this, I mean, the prayer you prayed, I mean, beyond what Kyle saw and beyond the the beautiful sort of heaven-focused, divine, holy moment of it all that changed the trajectory of your lives, I really believe it changed hers as well. We saw her later on that Mm -hmm. night. She was walking around the concourse. She was getting some T-shirts and CDs, and she had a a look of, like, complete release, like hope filled her face. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it was divine in so many ways that night. Uh, mm-hmm. and changed the way you felt, Kyle. And I, I think the next thing, randomly, and, and not randomly because of how God works, it was a few weeks later that we were going to be in Tennessee at a speaking event that I had booked a year earlier. <laughs> and, you know, Kelsey always traveled with me. She was on the road. She would help me out, and we would spend time together. So you knew, and I think it was still the, like a four-hour drive, and you had a busy day that day. With t- I'd love to hear that day. That was a special day, too. So it's like a few weeks later. I mean, I hear, I hear my girl is coming down to my state. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see her for sure, you know. Um, we haven't made things official yet, but I knew that, okay, she's going to be like four hours away in Tennessee. I've got to get up at like 3 a.m. and make this happen to see her before, because we had to leave for tour again, and we're going on the tour. Um, but I got up, and I really felt like, okay, like, Lord, you put this impression on my heart, but like, this is the moment that I need to really let her know that, hey, like, I really like you. I don't know exactly how this works. Like, I'm in Tennessee. You're on the, you're in the Northwest, Pacific, Pacific Northwest, but I want to pursue you. And so on that drive there, I was like, Lord, please make it so clear when I see her, if this is like, yes, like you make this Mm -hmm. totally official, you know? And so I called my parents, asked them to pray. I called my grandmother, asked her to, uh, her to pray as well. And she's like a prayer warrior. So that was really sweet to have that time with her. Um, And she, ever since she met Kelsey, she loved her from the start, which is so cool. But uh, we had that prayer time and then I get there and I text her, I'm here and I see her walk out and I'm like, absolutely. Like, (laughs) For sure, we're going to make this happen. And so that was a really fun day. I don't know if you remember or if this was on purpose, but I went inside your event with Kelsey and we're all hanging out. And then during your talk that day, you said, okay, now everybody take hands on your left and your right and hold hands. Let's do a group prayer together. And so this is like Kelsey and I like holding hands publicly. <laughs> and it felt great. So thank you. Um, and then we went out to get a coffee together and I just told her how I felt, you know. And uh, she felt the same way, which was and amazing. And we were we were so excited, but we yeah. were both so nervous. Oh, yeah. Like, this is like you early know, on. And I was sharing everything with you, Mom. And I'm like, yeah. okay, he's texting me okay. He's like 10 minutes away. Like, I'm still not telling her that I saw that moment with the security guard. Like, no. that's a conversation way down the road, you know. Yeah. So it's but still. We were, just, like, we were just so excited. and. Yeah. I say young and in love, but honestly, like, we still feel the exact same. Like, I still, even sitting next to him, like, I still get butterflies. And some people might be like, that's not true. Like, (laughs) haters are going to be like, oh, you're still that in love. But we honestly (laughs) really are. God's... God is God is so, so good. good and He's so good. We love our love. I did get thankful. to tell Lecrae later on as we were more oh, yeah. serious, like oh, yeah. hey man, thank you. My wife showed up because of you. <laughs> yeah. 
So thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think he he actually came back to our house that night and, uh, the, you know, we yeah. had gotten to talk in the conversation and he didn't have anywhere to go for dinner. I said, well, come back over to the house. And so the boys were just as ecstatic as you and Kelsey. The boys were also having a time of their life that night. So <laughs> God just worked a, a lot that in that little bit of time. And then you had a couple shows booked in the Northwest, which also now that we live in the South, like that does not happen. Nobody tours to the Northwest. Yeah. Like it's such a rare thing. But those. But also the shout out you, to the Northwest. Yeah, we love. Yeah, well, shout out. You grew up there. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, but I totally hear You're you. Right, I though. feel like I, yeah. you know, people might hit up like California, but they might not always go up to like mm-hmm. Vancouver, Washington, or even like Seattle. I mean, people do, yeah. but I think like you guys being maybe like a smaller band, it was definitely rare that you were like the, just going to be the, right by uh, our unbelievable house. timing of it yeah. all. Like it's only yeah. the Lord. Like we actually had the, the whole band so cool. stay at our house, you know, and and they got to, um, you know, we all had a lot of fun and. You filmed a couple of fun, silly videos. And so it was just fun. A, a fun time. Mm-hmm. So and I think, Kyle, correct me if I'm wrong, but you thought maybe by then you and Kelsey already were boyfriend and girlfriend, but you had kind of the clarifying discussion on that trip um, about yes, that. Yes. <laughs> ever since Tennessee, I've been telling everybody I know, she's my girlfriend, guys. She likes me too. Like, this is happening, you know? <laughs> but little did I know, just being a guy, you learn so much as you get in a relationship and as you get married. Like, <laughs> us guys, we mean well, but we're stupid. Um, and we don't always communicate well. So even though I told everybody else in the world that, like, we're dating, she's my girlfriend, somehow in that conversation when I told her I liked her, I didn't say you, like, the words, will you be my girlfriend? I heard her say, yes, I like you too. I'm like, yes, we're in this. But at your house in Washington, we clarified even though Kelsey was the last to know that she was my girlfriend. Yeah. So. Yep. <laughs> which which is so funny because if you know Kyle, like people are like, wow, he is like so romantic and he is like the best guy ever. He honestly truly is, but we kind of laugh because it's like his one tiny flaw that like, of course he asked me, will you marry me? First he asked dad, of course, because he's such a gentleman, <laughs> but he never was like, will you be my girlfriend? Until he was like- I think I was so overwhelmed like, with it. <gasps> She feels the same way. Like, it's not all in my head, you know? Like, <laughs> well, it was not that normal. Oh, because, it's so good. You know, the two of you were obviously living, doing this long distance, and that was hard. And even that night when you had that conversation, yeah. Yeah. You, you know, you were walking outside of a driveway, and it was nighttime, and, and Dad comes out on the porch and flicks the lights, like, hi, what's happening out here, you know? And Yeah, he took. He kept taking the trash out. I was like, how many bags of trash is and it's not. <laughs> and it's not like you were there. Mom, Mom was being, like, chill inside. And then yes. dad was like taking out the trash, oh. which, you know. Being a dad now, dad. I totally, mad respect, 100%. percent i to have like 10 bags exactly. ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Okay, then let's take, uh. let's take the, the conversation to the engagement. I remember you, you know, this was, this is so spring, that became summer when you were out to Vancouver, Washington uh, with the guys. And then you had, um, we, we had at the same time, so that summer we had a real epiphany from the Lord that we needed to move to Nashville, uh, where my publishing house was. It was Howard Books, a uh, division of Simon & Schuster. And my agent said, you really need to be out in the, in the South so you can tour, so you can be a part of the marketing meetings. And of course, Kyle, that's where you were. So like the first reason was we needed to do this for you know my career and this was what God was calling us to it was it was um, Dad it was Donald who uh, was the one who said I feel like God is saying we need to move it's time to go and I thought he was crazy because we had built this new house and we had I had employees I mean we had a lot uh, kids that were in you know the early years of high school but we we came to the South we found 
the house that we needed. We found everything that we needed in just a 72-hour window. And about 11 days later, we had a moving van that was headed to Nashville. So um, that gave you, uh, you know, like, hey, you know, this could be something to move forward with. And I know you you had that conversation with Donald. What was that like? Uh, I mean, if uh, you guys know Donald, but and I think hopefully your viewers have, have really heard his heart by now on this podcast. But he's just a remarkable man. I'm so thankful for him in my life. I feel like for years and years I prayed for my future wife, but I didn't pray for her family. And God just blew me away with you, Karen, and Don, and Kelsey's brothers. It's just remarkable. And Don, I'm so thankful for his mentorship and mm-hmm. um, for his humble heart. As, I, as he approaches life, I get to see God's blessing on him because he's so humble. He gives all the glory mm-hmm. back to the Lord. Mm-hmm. So I'm thankful to have someone like him that I can look up to, you know, and hang out with and just get any kind of wisdom because I don't know what to do. I need help, you know, so it's so wonderful to have him. <laughs> but that talk was was really special because, I mean, Kelsey is his only daughter, like his precious girl. And who am I to say that I want I want to take her? I want her to be mine, you know, so... Um, I came with a very humble heart and just told him how much I loved her and what I loved about her and how I saw Jesus in her, you know. And so that was a really cool walk we did through the neighborhood together. And um, he wasn't scary or intimidating. It, it was really, really, <laughs> um, really like a sweet time together, you know, um, mm-hmm. the first of many. And so that was a special, really special morning for sure. Okay, so now it's fall and... I know what's going on. October's, you know, we've turned into the month of October. <laughs> You've told all of us, the only one who doesn't know is Kelsey. And Kelsey said, you know, we, we've been talking about marriage and we've talked about a ring. And she said, how long does it take to get a ring size, do you think, Mom? And I said, oh, months, you know. <laughs> it takes Amazing. Months. And which... Which Karen, I you set me up for that layup. It's so good. Oh, but it's so I good. Love, I love that you said that because, yes, I am such a romantic and I love love. But I didn't have like, I didn't have like a file of like rings that I had picked out. I didn't have, you know, like, oh, you know, I didn't, yes. I actually didn't know. I'm, so I'm like, how long does it take to get like a ring resized or to even what order was so a ring? What refreshing or, yeah. about Kelsey is that, um, Every girl's different, you know, but Kelsey wasn't the one who had the whole like wedding book laid out of like, here's this, here's this, here's this. Just add groom. Sometimes it can feel like, oh, you just, just, yeah, you just add the groom at the end, you know? Um, (laughs) And Kelsey had desires and wanted to get married, of course, but I'd never felt this pressure of, I've got this all planned out and you're here now, perfect, you know? Mm. (laughs) And so, so felt new and fresh and discovering those things together, you know, that was really. I think refreshing for sure. So you could have been like, mom, I mean, it takes like three years for like a diamond ring to be resized. And I would have been like, wow, okay. (laughs) I had no idea. (laughs) So what was that? October? I feel like it was October 11th, something like that. It was around 14th or something. And it was in, you know, mid, early October. Um, Beautiful day. Light breeze. It was so pretty. The leaves were all turning. Um, Fall time. My favorite ever. Okay. So I guess Kelsey. Tell it from your perspective first. It was, it was. I mean, it's on YouTube. People can check yeah. this out. It's incredible. This moment. Yeah, it was. It it was one of the best days of of my whole life. So Kyle is very romantic, and so am I. And so he said, "You know what? I want to plan a really special date for you because I am leaving with the guys to go out of town on another tour." And um, so we all were living, obviously, like Mom shared in Tennessee, which we were just like, "Wow, Lord, this is our new home," and just like trusting Him in that, and. 
So he was like, I just want to take you out and I want to spend some amazing quality time and we can go walk your favorite street of downtown Franklin and just get a coffee and just laugh and stroll about and just be still before I hop on the bus tomorrow. And I was like, okay, I love Franklin. This is just going to be amazing. Um, And, you know, honestly, not even thinking at all all about rings or about him you know proposing because of course we we at this point were praying together and we're talking about him we both knew that we wanted to get married to each other but it was not like our like every single time that we were hanging out like topic of conversation so I we truly, were serious like yeah. eight months of dating but we haven't been dating for years or even a year yet you know yeah and so mm-hmm. I really just thought like wow thank you Lord for this man I genuinely love him so much and um, it's just unlike anything else that I've ever experienced. But I had no thought in my mind that this was going to be the date that he would get down on one knee. And so we're just in Franklin and I'm like, I'm just like twirling around because I love fall and it's so magical and pretty. And She's got no clue. I have no, <laughs> clue. no clue. And so we literally, we were going from store to store and then he would say, and then I would be like, oh, like that's cute, whatever. And then he was like, yeah. He was like, well, why don't you just go check by like the register? And I'm like, oh. Okay, I literally still, you know, and it's how many stops? Like four different stops. And there would be like a little box there. And it would have a note and a picture. And all of these stops were leading up to what you would say like the map of our love story. Because we were born in different states. We didn't go to college together. And so it was like kind of like weaving our love story, um, literally the map of our love story, you know, from this place to then meeting each other when he was on tour and then this stop. And I was like, you know, tears in my eyes. This is like the most amazing day ever. I still had no clue, like no clue. So then so Kyle had actually gone ahead of you. Stop. And he right, had actually right. gotten and, and had these gifts at every one of these different stores where you'd stop and then you'd go yeah. find a park bench and you'd look at it. And he didn't you play music yeah. with each one too, Kyle? It's like you had a song for every stop yeah. too. Yeah, so so every, we would open up like yeah. the box and then there would be a picture and a note and then like a tiny gift or something that would like make us think of that moment in time or when we happened to be in California at the same time. And then exactly, you you would play a song that meant something special to us yeah. for every stop. And then the last stop. So, <laughs> Kyle, I want to hear this from your perspective now, because as you're getting closer to that last door, which at the time was uh, Lulu's, it's now White's Market on Main Street in downtown Franklin. But what were you thinking and what did you have ready for her there? Oh, man, I, I was just so excited. And I could tell that she did not know. So I was just like, <laughs> I can't even wait for this. And I knew, unbeknownst to her, when we went to the last shop there, that Lulu's shop, um, that I invited you, Karen, and all of her family and friends. Like Everybody was outside that she did not know. She's going to be walking out to this soon. And so we're inside the store, and the last stop I had was I put this beautiful picture of us on this boat inside a frame on the wall of the store. So like we're looking around the store, like, it's a nice <laughs> store. And then I'm like, look over here. And Kelsey's looking over there, and she sees us in the middle of, of this beautiful word art that says, what are you doing the rest of your life? I want you to spend it with me. And she's like, <laughs> what? And then I took her hand, like, come with me. And we come outside, and someone's playing this beautiful like love mix I made, like love story and a bunch of other songs. Um, and she walks out, and there's 
I see a bunch of people here are so excited, but Kelsey, I feel like, still doesn't see them. No. She's just like kind of in a blur, like, what's happening? I take her hand outside the store, and there's just like this breeze in the air, like leaves were subtly falling. And I just took her hand and got down on one knee and I said, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Will you marry me? And like, it was hard to even get the words out, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and Kelsey was just like, utterly shocked but so excited and yes and then we just started kissing and i feel like the kiss looking back at the video it's like wow like we kissed a long time we just kept kissing she had no idea anyone was around <laughs> um and wow. then when she, we finally killed for air she looked up and saw the family which is like everyone oh. i'm like oh my goodness like everyone's here that i love and like i was just so again sometimes you can't be that surprised maybe someone yeah. is going to be you know I don't know, like maybe they're in like law school or maybe they have something going on or they or they just really want to plan it like together. I mean, every couple is going to be different. But I was so surprised that I'm just like, I was crying. I was just so like, thank you, Jesus. This is this is the moment that I've been praying for, I feel that like I've been waiting for. Time like, stopped, right? Yes. Like time had stopped and that we were in another dimension. Oh. Like everything was frozen yes. for a second, you know? Yep. Well, you know, oh. what I love is that a photographer stepped into that moment, um, you didn't notice and got the most beautiful picture of the two of you kissing. There's you know, tears on Kelsey's cheeks and she's smiling and this kiss. And you have that framed. It's like a, an artwork in your, in your kitchen area. Mm. It's kind of like where everyone can see in the main room. And every time I see it, I remember a prayer that was said 24 years earlier on a Mexican beach. And that prayer was the last day of our honeymoon. My Donald and I on our honeymoon, and we're getting ready to um, set off for the rest of our life. We've our, It's the last day. We have hours till we leave Mexico on a plane. And Donald said, you know, and your dad said, Kelsey, come out to the beach with me. Let's put our feet on the sand, and let's pray for the next generation. Let's pray for whether God would give us children, the people they might marry, grandchildren one day. I mean, we're only in our mid-20s, but Dad could see this picture and it mattered to him that we get out there and we pray and we dedicate our lives and the future generations to the Lord. And we prayed and we prayed for our children, for their future spouses. We held hands right there on the beach and had this beautiful, powerful prayer. And it wasn't until we were actually working on your wedding program where I all of a sudden it connected and I looked at your your birth date, Kyle, and I, I practically passed out. I mean, I had like just holy chills and I said, oh, my heart, look at this. Kyle, you were born in Michigan right in the same few hours, right while we were praying for our future children and people that they would marry and what, the next generation. As we're praying on that Mexican beach, you were born into the world. And how, I mean, I'm really kind of glad we didn't know that detail up front because <laughs> that would have been maybe a little bit... Maybe a little too much, but that is how powerful prayer is. And whatever you are praying for right now as you're listening, just know that God has a plan and he's working. And it might take a long time to see the answer to those prayers, but he is at work. And his answers are perfect. And to think that he had his hand divinely over that whole situation that, I mean, I can just see the smile on God's face that, you know, I, me and me and dad, they're asking for his blessing over the future generation and our most incredible son in love that would become such a big part of our family and the father of our grandchildren and the forever love for our daughter to understand her deep heart and to take care of her and lead her again and again to Jesus would be born in those same hours. It just, it's just beyond what I can imagine. 
But what I really love about you two is that you don't just keep what you have, uh, you give it away. And you are, are two who know that other people need to know what you've learned and what you have. And a few years ago, you wrote a book called The Chase. You did a full, you know, uh, Canada and United States media tour and began to have a lot of girls that were following you. And it's rare for me to actually meet a, you know, a girl who's in her late teens or 20s that hasn't read your book called The Chase. And I think, um, you know, we're not going to, we're running out of time, but I think one of the, the most important things is just that trusting God and knowing that if you are the girl and you're just chasing hard after guys, it is just not going to go well for you. Um, but, you know, at the same time, obviously, we, we, the girls, you know, we want, we don't want girls just to sit on a shelf and not be interesting. So it's kind of that finding that, you know, be the person who's dynamic and interesting and creative and, and, Text the guy back, like make him feel like he's, you know, you have to make him feel good enough that he wants to keep chasing you. Um, I think sometimes girls miss that. That might be a whole other topic someday. <laughs> but but uh, what yeah. advice? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, go ahead. It's really, it really trust. It's really trusting God with your happily ever after. And I feel like when I met Kelsey, she was doing that. She was herself and she was fun and she was flirty, mm. but she wasn't. She wasn't trying to be all about me. She was just living yeah. her life with Jesus. And that's mm. what attracted me to her. That's what drew me in. But you also knew that I was like into you, right? So it's like you have to. I, can tell. I, I totally agree that you have to have that balance, right? Like you, you want to be really confident in Jesus, even in those moments, like when you're kind of faking it, because you know that you are a daughter of the King, right? If you are listening to this and then you're a girl, if you're listening to this podcast right now, you're a boy, you are a son of the King. So I think having that inner confidence is something that is going to ebb and flow, but knowing how much mm, Jesus loves yeah. you and being that that is your rock. That that mm-hmm. is the solid foundation that you stand on. And then how you go about life, right? Like if you if you choose to see the good, if you um if you laugh, if you can not take life so seriously. I know that our family likes to laugh and joke around and I think I yeah, I think that exactly one of my messages to girls is like have fun, right? So it is okay to right. be fun and flirty. It is okay to text the guy back, right? But if you know at the end of the day and going throughout your day that Jesus is your number one and you're mm. not going to bend on that, but in that, you can be the silly one. You can be the fun one and make that guy be like, oh, I actually really <laughs> want to chase that girl because she has, she, she, she has that extra spark that no one else has, you know? And because God made every single person unique and beautiful and God's, God's really got you, you know? So walking in that confidence, I yeah. love to tell girls that. Writing that book together was so fun because we just got to be honest about times that we failed and our struggles because we're not perfect. Yeah. But it was amazing to see like as we trusted the Lord with our happily ever after, just what he did with it was just it's yeah. all glory to him. Well, I really appreciate yeah. you both being here and walking down memory lane a little bit. feels like yesterday and you still look the same. So you haven't, you know, I don't know what it is, but you're still <laughs> mid-20s to me. You always will be. Um, <laughs> But, you know, next week we're going to have Candace Cameron and Tasha Bray, her daughter, and we'll talk about mothers and daughters. And Kelsey, that's going to be a special time as well. So I'm looking forward to that. But before we close today, Kyle, if you could close us in prayer, because, um, you know, some people listening, they may have been waiting a long time and maybe still haven't found the one that they, you know, want to trust their heart with. And they might be single and there's mm. joy and beauty in that as well. But, um, but yeah, if you could just close us in prayer, Kyle, I'd appreciate that. 
Right. Absolutely. Lord, thank you for this time. Thank you for Karen. Thank you for Kelsey. Lord, thank you for everyone who's listening, Jesus. And I just pray, Father, right now, Lord, that they would feel hope and not a worldly hope, Lord, but a hope that only comes from you, Jesus, mm-hmm. and that you would give them the desires of their heart, whether that's a relationship, Father, whether that's a new job, Lord, whether that's having a child, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Your word says, seek me first, and all these things will be added to you, Lord. So help us just to seek you first, Lord, to put you first in our lives, to mm-hmm. trust you with whatever we desire, Lord, and to know that you have all the answers, Lord. Mm. And you are the father of good gifts, Lord. So help us to trust you, Lord, and just to be thankful for our present time because you're always refining, you're always building, you're always growing whatever season of life we're in, Mm. whether we want to be there or we don't, Lord. But you're using this time in our lives right now. So we just thank you for what you're going to do, Lord, and we praise you in advance. Your powerful name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you again. And I am looking forward to seeing you next week on our episode with Candace Cameron and her daughter, Natasha. And until then, just keep your eyes on Jesus. He has such great plans for you.